Marketing Espresso, making marketing as enjoyable, energizing, and digestible as your morning coffee. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Marketing Espresso. As always, very grateful that you have chosen the potty. I today have a guest back for you, but before we get into the guest episode, there's my two asks of you. I'm sure I've got more asks. Actually, I definitely have more asks than two, but the main one is the review. After you finish listening to this, if you haven't yet, tell me what you think. If you don't write, want to write it publicly, just send me a message. That's all I want is some feedback, helpful or otherwise. <laughs> no, helpful feedback only. And if there's any questions that you want to ask me, just please feel free to do that. Also, my other ask of you is that you tell a friend about this podcast. You tell someone that you think can really benefit from it. So that aside, let's get into today's episode. And it is with Nikki from the Digital Exchange, who I've had on before. So if you haven't listened to the last episode, go back, find it and take a listen. But Nikki is a meta ads and SEO strategist and coach. She's an expert in her field and she helps online businesses grow and scale so that they can live life on their own terms. I'm really excited that she keeps her bio so short and simple so we can just jump into the episode, but I'll put all Nikki's details in the show notes so that you can reach her. I hope that you love this episode. Nikki, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited you're here too, because we're talking about something that Sydney siders know so much about, and that is traffic. (laughs) Oh, yes, we do. (laughs) Thankfully, uh, now that we work from home, we don't have to deal with it as much. This is 100%. And today, we've actually discovered that we literally live like, oh, what, three kilometres from each other, I reckon. Oh, my goodness. All this time. I know. You're missing out on so many coffees and training. So much. But now, now, you know, now we know and we can have coffees and things. But back to traffic, because we do know about this, unfortunately. (laughs) But we're going to be talking about the good kind of traffic today. And I love this idea you were telling me like about actually, like, I guess, reverse engineering traffic and and having like, where, where do you want your traffic to be? Is it website, socials, wherever it is, and actually setting KPIs for this. And I love this journey that you're about to take us on. So I'm just going to pass over to you and be like, take us away. Yes. Amazing. So essentially what we find is with when we're helping people market their business is that a lot of people have goals with their business, but they don't actually have any metrics or KPIs in order to make sure that they're hitting those revenue goals. So what we take our customers and clients on and our students is a journey where you set your revenue goal for the year. Um, or I guess longer term if you want to do it that way. And then you reverse engineer that into KPIs that you can track. And in this instance, it's actually traffic that we're talking about. But when it comes to growing your revenue as a business, there are three main ways. So the first one is growing your traffic, which we'll talk about um, shortly. But then there's also increasing your average order value or the amount that people actually spend when they make a booking with you, for example, or they buy something. And then increasing your conversion rate on your website. So that is increasing the amount of people that visit and actually buy your book. But you can't increase your conversion rate or your average order value or average spend value without first having traffic to your website. So if you don't have any visitors at all, it's, yeah, you won't won't be able to increase the other two because you're not getting any bookings or sales. Yeah. And I think, I think, well, I think a lot of people that I work with also, they don't even have like Google Analytics set up for their website. So they don't yes. even know how many people are visiting their website to begin with. So Yeah, which is crazy because they say you need at least 100 people out of 100 people on average only to buy your book. So if you're not tracking how many people are actually visiting your website, you'll never know if you're able to hit that revenue goal because you don't know how many, you know, how many people out of every 100 are actually buying or booking and then how much traffic you need to hit that revenue goal. 
Mm, love that. Yeah, it's so true. And so, okay, how do you suggest people kind of set these KPIs? Like what's the journey that you take people on? Yeah, so essentially we'll say set your revenue goal for the year. So whether it be 100000 or 50000 or higher than that, depending on where you are in your business and how established you are. And then we actually have a calculator. I can actually share this with your audience if you like. And it's also available on my website, digitalexchange.co forward slash traffic. So basically, you can go in and you can download this calculator and it will reverse engineer, like I just said, how much traffic you need um, to hit that revenue goal. It'll also work out things that help you work out like your conversion rate and your average order value and all these different things that you can plug in to work out that actual number. Now, we also take people through the journey of Google Analytics. So essentially, if you don't know what Google Analytics is, it's a free tool that tracks what people are doing on your website, how they got there in the first place, and you know what kind of marketing sources they're coming from. So whether it be email or social media, or whether people are hitting your website from, say, meta ads or Google ads or just through using search engine optimization. So which for those of you who don't know what search engine optimization is, it's all the actions that you take on and off your website to rank in Google. So essentially what you want to do first is find your revenue number and then reverse engineer that to work out how much traffic you need. And then once you work out how much traffic you need, you go to Google Analytics or the analytics section of your website if you have an e-com site like Shopify and work out how much traffic you're already getting. So say if you need 10,000 visitors a year, work out if you're getting 5,000, and then you can see that you're probably going to need another 5,000 to hit that revenue mark. Then what you want to do is you want to look at which traffic sources are bringing in the most traffic to your website. So is it search engine optimization? Is it ads? Is it social media? And you want to work out which is bringing in the most traffic for the least amount of time or investment. Because you want to you want to get the biggest bang for your buck and you want to get traffic from the places that are taking the least amount of effort, to be honest, and costing you the least. Yeah, definitely. So then what we say is break that down into an action plan and say, okay, well, I need to get 3,000 clicks from search engine optimization this year. I want to get 5,000 clicks from ads and say 2,000 clicks from emails. And then you then you work out your marketing backwards from there. So does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. And I think that's really actionable. And that's what I absolutely love. Because I think the one thing I want to ask you about is setting that revenue target. Because I always think with this, like I've set revenue targets for myself and I've done it based on like previous years and then kind of adding a bit like and knowing what my monthly income and revenue looks like. So I've done it month by month, right? And what I want to hit each month. How do people that that maybe like how do you suggest people set those revenue targets? Like, do you have a kind of, I guess, a way that you suggest people do it? Is it by looking at historical revenue or or is there another way that you kind of help people find that target they want? Yeah, to be honest, um, most of the time people will generally have a number in mind that they want to go for. So a lot of people will just increase their whatever they're earning, say by 30% or something that's realistic. And as you get higher and higher in your earnings, you can obviously that number will increase quite a bit. But say if you're earning 30,000, then you might increase that by 30% the next year, but that might be 40, but then that might be too low. So 30% may then not, might not work. Sorry, you've got a smaller number. People might then want to go more like 300%. Yeah. You know, because it kind of depends where you are at in your, I guess your earning or income. So if you are earning 30,000 a year, a 300% increase would be okay. Whereas I was if to, whereas if I was to say you're earning a hundred thousand, 
then you want to jump to 300. That's quite a big jump if you add um, 300%. So if the percentage, I guess, kind of decreases. It may decrease as your earning is going up, but it also depends on what kind of business model you have as well. Like it might be a lot easier to make sales in an e-com business where you're not exchanging time for money. Yeah. So when you're, if you're just, a, if you're a service-based business and you're exchanging time for money, it's going to be a lot harder to go from a hundred thousand to a million in a year yeah. unless you're selling something like a program or a membership. Yeah. So, yeah. Or you build an agency where you're bringing on staff. Yeah. So there's a lot of variables in there that could impact how you set your revenue goal. Yeah. So, okay. you know, it depends on your business model. It depends on if you want to have staff. It depends on your budget as well. Yeah, like, I think that's you want really, to invest. Yeah, so, I think that's a really um, important point. Yeah, I mean, I think there's always like jumps. Like people will go from like say twenty or 30,000 in their first year to then 100,000 and then the next kind of jump seems to be or, yeah, to like the 500,000 and then the million-dollar mark. But I guess at the same time it also has to be an, a, a line with where, what you want, what the kind of lifestyle that you want to have. So mm-hmm. like you could say, oh, I want to go from 100,000 to a million in a year, but does it actually align with your lifestyle? Do you have kids? And do you want to be able to pick them up from school and things like that? Because if you do, then that kind of jump might not align with your lifestyle, but you need to find that number that suits your lifestyle. But then also, I guess, so something else, I guess, that we teach people is too, is working out what your revenue is, working out what your expenses are, and then looking at that number and seeing if that number is a comfortable fit. So working out if you could have the kind of lifestyle that you wanted, so all your expenses plus the kind of lifestyle that you wanted, work out that number. And then, yeah, use that to work backwards with, if that makes sense. Yeah, I love it. I think it's really realistic as well because you're right. And some people don't want these massive growths. So they just want, you know, it is really about what do you want for your lifestyle? And also like, because at the end of the day, I often say like, there's all this communication at the moment. This is a bit of a tangent, but there's all this communication at the moment about build the business of your dreams, have a seven figure business and work only three days. And you and I know that's bullshit. <laughs> no, it's absolutely not realistic. And yeah. yeah, like you were saying, there's kind of two business models you can take. It's like, do I want a, a business that suit, aligns with my lifestyle or do I want a business that I want to keep investing in and pouring into and then that I eventually might sell off if I want to retire or something like that. So mm-hmm. it's kind of looking at which business model you want and if yeah. you want a lifestyle business where it suits your lifestyle and you can pick your kids up from school or travel the world as a digital nomad or go to the gym at 10 a.m like I like to do then, <laughs> <laughs> then it's totally okay just to have a lifestyle business you don't have to grow this business into this huge thing you can grow your business into a position where it gives you everything that you want and that number is comfortable for you it doesn't have to be a million dollars that might be three hundred thousand dollars a year yeah totally so I think it, it's looking at the kind of business model that you want to have and then looking at what realistic number is the next jump for you. Yeah, I love that. I think both the tips you've given are so actionable and I love that. I'm love all that. about actionable stuff because I'm like, at the end of the day, you know, some pe- like you can learn a lot, but if people don't give you those actionable points about how to actually put it into practice, it's no good, right? Like there's no, there's nothing that comes of the learning. So the last thing I think, like, I love the conversation around like getting the traffic from different sources and actually looking at, well, where are your sources? Like, is it social media? Because I want to pick your brain on this a little bit because social media is obviously such a zeitgeist at the moment. And as marketers, we know that like, and we're at similar age. So we've both done marketing pre-social media being the biggest thing that you could do. And so we understand this incredible value that it brings for essentially free marketing in a way. But it's not free. I always say there's a there there is time contributed to it. So that is a cost. Don't forget about that. But how because I'm a huge fan of 
social media is great, but if people aren't actually converting, it's not great. Like, you know, it's, it can be an absolute time suck for no return. So how do we kind of move people from social media to our website? Like what's, what's some of the ways that you work with people to help them on that journey? If social media is generally where they're seeing those biggest conversions from socials to website, how do you grow that? Yeah. So we find with a lot of our clients um, and students that social media, it's really, particularly Instagram, because that's one of the biggest tools that people use you'll find that you're not actually getting a lot of traffic from those platforms to your website. So say you needed a breakdown of, say, 10,000 people in a year. If you actually go track back and start looking at your social media and how many people are clicking through to your website, you might only find it's like two a month where compared to, say, like search engine optimization, you could be getting 500 a month. So, or you might only be getting less than that, but if you started growing that, you'd see that number jump a lot quicker. So if you've got, if you need... Um, 100 people to get two sales and you're only getting two people coming across from social media every month, it's going to take you years to get, you know, sales yeah. from social media. So we find with everything that we teach, social media can be quite difficult to get sales in the sense that it's it's hard to get people off the platform, particularly Instagram, because they have to go to the link in bio and things like that. But, you know, there are if social media is the way that you want to go. And it is, I guess, a tool that is great for people that are just starting out because it's organic and it's free. But I think you definitely need to look at combining that with other things like, you know, advertising advertising when you're further down and you're ready to scale, but things like search engine optimization, which is where you get found in Google. And it's a lot easier way to get traffic. But if you are wanting to focus on social media, I think it's looking at where your audience hangs out so which kind of platforms they are um, and what kind of content is actually speaking to them right now. So go through all the different content that's on your social media and look at which is getting the most engagement. And obviously there are things like reels and talking heads, which I don't know, most people know what talking heads is, but you see a lot of people now talking to um, like, the, you know, it's like their headshot. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like <laughs> talking to the screen. Um, so those are the kinds of things that are trending right now and are seeming to get more engagement. So I just say I hate talking heads though, by the way. I hate it. I think it looks so trashy. That's all. That's I'm just gonna put it out there. It feels kind of awkward. Like I've tried to film a few and I feel like so awkward filming them. I don't know. And then even posting them, it's just like a talking head. Like it's Is it because of our age group? <laughs> Possibly. Oh god! Well, I have to say, beats dancing. <laughs> yeah, fully. Oh my god! Yeah, no. I yeah. You will never catch me dancing on a reel. I'll say that much. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. I'm the same. Mm. Um, But, yeah, I guess it's just kind of figuring out what works for you as well. Like if you're confident in front of video or you prefer speaking or photos or images or whatever. But, yeah, as a whole, we find that when it comes to traffic, social media isn't the best way to drive traffic to your website. Um, But it it is an essential part of the puzzle and you do need to have an online presence and you do need to be consistently showing up to not only impress the algorithm, but to just show your audience that you have a presence and that you are there and that you are competing in the marketplace. Yeah, I love that advice. I think that's so helpful. I am so grateful that you have given us these nuggets because there was a lot in there. I'm going to put your details in the show notes, but how can people find you? Amazing. Thank you. Um, So you can head to our brand new website that we just launched last Friday, thedigitalexchange.co. And yeah, that's where you can find us. Um, I am in the process of changing my Instagram name, so I won't drop that here. I'll give it to you in the show notes. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. So excited for you. Thank you so much for joining me and I'm sure you'll be back. Thank you. Can't wait. 
Hi, Beck here, just dropping in to say that if you are struggling with your marketing planning, I have got the solution just for you. I have recently launched my marketing planner to the world and I am offering it to you at a 5% discount for listening to the potty. You can see what's in the planner and how it's going to change your life simply by visiting my website, beckchapel.com.au and heading to the resources section. When you're ready to check out, chuck in potty VIP and you'll get your 5% discount. Thanks for listening and I hope that it changes your life.